0: Well, hello and welcome back to the Storm Dar Weather Podcast. This is episode 160. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And we have Shara back this week. Yay! Yay! Welcome I'm back. Alive and awake. <laughs> yes, well, you, you had to work like five days in a row.
1: Yeah, I did five days this week.
0: And we're not talking eight hour shifts, we're talking More than that,
1: (laughs) twelve hours, and then yesterday, as soon as I got off, which was day five, I didn't go home and go to bed. We went car shopping. Oh my! And I didn't go to bed till what nine or ten o'clock that night. It was well over thirty hours I was awake.
2: How she was not? She was not a fun person to be around. Everything I said was wrong.
1: (laughs) I was good until about two, three (laughs) o'clock, and then the world just made me mad. I was done being awake.
0: (laughs) No, I get it, man. I don't see. I never pulled all nighters in college. I never. I was. I think once I stayed up 24 hours, it's like I will never ever do that again. But I wasn't working. I was just staying up. It's like no, that's not going to work. Well, we're glad you're rested and glad that you're back with us. Now uh, you you're really remote potting this time. You guys are not even in Missouri. Very
1: remote. We're in the wrong. We're in a different state.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You guys are uh, in Miami. The, this weekend, so uh, yeah,
1: everybody in Miami is in Branson, so we decided to change places with them.
0: Perfect. See, you got the whole town to yourself. That's the thing. Branson
1: much.
2: is absolutely it's packed. packed. You're gonna have to leave. Oh, you have a special show tonight, so you don't have a regular. Uh, yeah, show. but I left but last you still night. You have to leave a little early. Oh
1: you my god, it is packed.
0: I left 20 minutes early last night. Because I thought, you know, I cleaned my driveway, I blew out my driveway with the leaf blower, and my car's all dusty. I'm just going to run it through the uh, the car wash. I got on 76, stopped. I'm like, what is going on in this town? Is it just spring break? Is that it?
1: Yeah, it's spring break. Oklahoma spring break. And we were trying to, I mean, just, we weren't even going up to the strip. Just trying to get around to Walmart and just around town was
2: crazy. Spring break is different weeks for different States and school districts. So it's districts. been like the so last two Branson's weeks. Branson's was last week. Oh. Mine was last week. Uh, a lot of Missouri's is this week. And uh, I think Arkansas, too. So okay. they spread them out a little bit. So it's a busy two weeks for so, sure. So in Branson, so our
1: city opened this week. Oh,
0: so. there's another one. There's another one. Silver Dollar City. <laughs> Gosh. Everybody's here. Yep. No.
1: So we came to Miami where it's quiet.
0: I don't blame you. And your new car. So there you go. In
1: our new car. Yay!
0: You got a car. What kind that of car? That we paid
1: cash for.
0: Yay! Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> that you, you was so fun.
1: What'd you get? Like, that's, you've just, if you've never done that, it's so fun.
0: Uh, yeah, no car payment. So did you get what? We
1: literally walked onto the lot, because we went to the lot, because it, online it showed the car that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, I had in my head which car I wanted. And we found one online, so we drove to that particular lot, found the car, fell in love with it, drove it, and said we'll take it.
0: Awesome! Awesome!
2: And great gas mileage, I'm sure. And we did not buy the extended warranty. We did not. Yeah, you, you know... I, I- but I'm sure we'll get reminded on that every few... Hours with a phone call.
0: Oh, oh well. Oh yeah, and emails and all sorts of. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's what they do. Yeah, my car is set every five hundred miles. It has this big message: you need maintenance. You need maintenance, and screens right. like stop. You have to, have to we haven't the figured
1: ours out. Ours has a lot of functions that we do not know how to work yet. One, including <laughs> how to get into it. <laughs> I haven't figured out how to unlock it.
0: Oh no, kidding. <laughs> It doesn't have the thing I mean, other on the door. Than with
1: the, the the key fob, I mean, we can use oh. the key fob to unlock it. But you're supposed to be able to just—it's one of those that's got the remote or the keyless entry.
0: Oh so yeah.
1: You just hit start uh, the start button. You don't have to have a key.
0: Which they're all like right now. But, okay. Right. Well, that's what you need for the winter time. So it'll warm up. You were talking about that in the winter. Yeah. Is it warm but up? for you? We're supposed
1: to be able as long as you're like if you have the key fob in your pocket, you're supposed to be able to just open your
0: door. And it's supposed to
1: sense it and unlock it, but we haven't figured that out yet.
0: Well, you know what? That's the fun part about getting a new car. It's just doing that. (laughs) At least the weather was nice to go shopping. The weather was nice. Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, the guy that came out and helped us was super nice. He was not pushy at all. Super great. It was like best car buying experience ever.
0: That's (laughs) what I like. You know, the first time a car salesman starts pushing me and stuff, I'm like, no. No, no, this is not the right place for me.
1: No, so we chatted way. about weather and tornadoes and stuff the whole time we were driving. Oh, yeah. and he stormed
2: our business card. He's, he's a new fan now.
0: All right.
2: Yeah. We told
1: him, yeah, we're like, well, I got to buy Corey a, a car in a couple months, too. So I was like, we will be back.
0: Yes. Drove so, all
1: the way to Republic, but it was worth it.
0: Yeah. So follow our page so you'll know. <laughs> well, I got to tell you and tell everybody, our podcast listeners today, happy astronomical spring. We have officially went into spring. We have kicked old man winter out the door, and we've brought in uh, is, is it sister spring. I don't know what spring is. Oh, there's old man winter. Um, do you all know the the difference? There, there's old man winter, and then something summer. I don't know. Nope.
2: I just said sister <laughs> Didn't spring.
1: Didn't find that one in my fun old facts. Man-
2: the, the, the old guy at the end of the year, and then there's Baby New Year. Oh, well. But I don't know. I mean, I've heard of Old Man Winter. I don't know that. Yeah. I've never seen the guy before. I don't think he comes to Branson. Oh, that's true. Well, I bet he's here oh, this he weekend. He definitely
1: came to Branson this year. I was going
2: to say. <laughs> yeah, I think this he week. was here for a week in February. He was
1: here for a week. Oh, man. Negative
2: well, temperatures. Well,
0: yeah. Well, we're going to kind of be done with that. But uh, anyway, it came in at 437 a.m. Central Daylight time and speaking oh
2: i was up then were you yeah the neighbors were having a party all night and kept oh, me awake yeah. with their music craziness I our 13
1: ya. year old was so mad he kept texting us to call the cops because he was trying to sleep and the music was so that's loud here
2: in Miami at my grandma's house where it's usually quiet quiet except for the occasional train every hour <laughs> well but i think you could kind of handle the train muscle it's just... the trains <laughs> Wow. I had
1: a box fan going and I hadn't slept in 30 plus hours. Uh-huh. And I was gone.
2: But I thought about posting the graphic. And I said, eh, Randy can do that when he wakes up. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have
0: minded if it was 437s. Like,
2: go ahead. I didn't feel like searching for it. You oh. have them all ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. I got a folder with all the Our astronomicals. Our daughter
1: also woke us up because she had some kind of goo in her hair. Our son had fell asleep. Yeah. With
2: my three year old put clay in my daughter's hair in the middle of the night. Oh, so oh, she cool. had to get a haircut about three o'clock in the morning. Aww. It's well, been a it, fun
0: night. Isn't that
2: great? Yeah. Well <laughs> good times. Well, I was driving to Miami last night in our new van, and I tell you what, we left Branton about five thirty or I don't six, even remember. Yeah. And we drove west and that sun just was blinding.
1: Unbearable.
2: That's oh you just we could reminded not me. See.
0: Yeah, I've got to make a post on that cuz it's right at that position now. Yeah. Oh.
1: It was right in your line of vision and it was so bright. I mean, you... the sun
2: even looked big when it was going down and uh, it was behind the trees. You, it just looked bigger than than it has been lately. We really. And seeing. I am a sun expert, a sun viewing expert. I don't look at the sun, but I Well, no, you don't want to. I do that. look at it on my drone and my phone a lot. It just <laughs> it was just bright. Well, I wonder if it's just because
0: spring, where spring is here. Well, I mean, it's at that position, I guess. You know, it's like right well, we're there. in the
2: equinox, which is yes, the beginning of the Earth tilting. You know, which we'll talk about that a little later. But yeah, yeah, We uh, have
1: some fun facts on that too.
2: Ooh, cool! cool.
0: I can't wait for that. But uh, anyway, I'm sure you were driving. You had an extra hour to to drive in that sun shining in your face. Uh, we went through the time change on. Sunday we uh, the hour it's so nice now leaving for work and my show at night and not you know not having to put on my
2: my headlights. We're getting used to it. I like the extra hour. Uh, you know they they started the time change on Sunday, so they haven't been to school yet with the new time oh. and it affects them more because they have to get up when it's still dark in the morning and, and they're not going to be used to that until, you know, Monday yeah. will be the first day back.
1: Our 13-year-old will have to catch the bus when it's still dark outside. Right.
2: Oh yeah,
0: I never thought of that cuz I don't I don't get for to... me.
1: I get to drive to work in the daylight now.
0: Yay. Of <laughs> now that's nice. And you probably get and to I drive get to
1: come home in the daylight too. In the so. daylight,
0: exactly. And then it'll be totally daylight and you won't be able to sleep at all because oh, it'll no, be Oh, I don't have any trouble sleeping. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, hey, let's talk about the wild weather that happened this week. We got our first real taste of spring with severe thunderstorms, uh, a, a, a tornado, which we followed. We had some snow in there. Yeah, on the backside. I mean, I think, I think it's Mother Nature's way of saying, okay, I'm bringing in spring, but you know, there's a little bit of winter left. Just a tad of winter left, so we're just gonna do yeah on the backside. So, uh, wow, we were busy, really yeah, busy. We were. <laughs> wow, you were posting, yeah, you were posting, and I was posting. We knew something was going to happen, okay. Because and you, it's our. We got our first, not for us, but saw our first high risk. That's our very first high risk, and. Uh, that, it, it we're came still pretty early this year. If you yeah, ask me. we're still in March. I mean, usually yeah. we don't see that till like May or something. But uh, uh, high risk Wasn't down. Wasn't it
1: there. you? Was it you that said that this was the same setup weatherwise that we had the same year as the Joplin tornado?
2: Kinda, with the La Nina in the winter. It's yeah, dying out, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But yeah, we, uh, we've been seeing that. Well, they had pretty bad tornadoes that year down south. That's what they call Dixie Alley. Yeah. Which some say Branson's part of Dixie Alley.
0: Yeah, you know. I'm not so sure. My
1: mom's name is Dixie.
2: Really? Does she alley? Does she live in the alley? I, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> she, she does live not in live, a live in a very nice name? home. Uh, oh, good. Home. Yeah. yeah, and you know. It's just a reminder that spring is here, and to be ready and be prepared for anything, you know. Yeah, and I'm seeing The weather
1: radios ready. Well, and I'm seeing the helmets pretty- ready for your kids.
2: Yes, I. It's it's been a little
0: active, a little more active. I've been seeing down south. They they've been kind of getting waves of stuff down there, which is normal. But uh, you, you know, we saw our first major thing here. I was kind of surprised when they popped that tornado watch.
2: I was like, Oh, no, I wasn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, know, you weren't. No. Yeah, cuz everything we was were under a 10% chance on the uh, convective outlook, so I figured, you know, yeah. we usually get a tornado watch with a 5% chance.
0: Well, that yeah, that's that's true. I just saw the energy to the southeast of us, so I was like, well, I don't know. But then it was I mean, back. There at, was
2: energy down there, but uh, they were more concerned with more of the spin-up type situation up here, I think. Uh, really? The line formed. At first it was discrete supercell. Yeah. Which we had now, a lot of. Now they weren't they still weren't as high in the atmosphere as your April May supercells. They mm. I didn't see any go up to fifty thousand feet. They were in between twenty and one went to forty thousand feet. Oh, that's not here. that high. And that's not that high. And the one that was forty thousand feet was the confirmed tornado that, that hit around Wheelerville on the Barry stone County line near Crane. And that was only 40,000 okay. feet. Yeah. So I think had it been a little bit of a different setup, had it been a little warmer later in the spring, we could have had some some issues.
0: I agree. Because really the, the, the surface temperatures were only in the 60s, really. I mean, we weren't in that right. 75. We're, 75 is kind of that prime... Well, it was spot. riding
2: along a cold front, so once that cold air came through, that was going to squash any t- tornado development. yeah, uh, I was watching earlier, I was watching Travis Meyer down uh, Channel Six in Tulsa, yeah, and they had some tornado warnings. But as soon as that cold air swept through, the tornado threat diminished quickly, Oh, yeah, and I saw them
0: st- uh, once once the actual main parent system kind of came through, they started chopping that tornado watch
2: off in the back. Yes, but didn't they keep it? They kept it, or they extended it another they extended hour. Extended it for an hour here, and they added some counties to our west, which was important to do because there were actual tornado warnings still in, and 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 it was getting ready to expire. Had it not been for the tornado confirmed on the ground, you know that which was confirmed with a, a debris ball signature mm-hmm. on, on radar. Yeah. I got to tell you, my experience
0: driving to work on, when was that, Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah, okay, on Wednesday. I I usually leave about 7 o'clock, and it's like, yeah, okay, I see stuff coming. I'm going to get in my car. I'm going to kind of go. I was talking to my buddy, Gary. Uh, I saw the line to the west. It was in Stone County. But as I left, as I got in my car, in my driveway, and started to pull away, something developed Pretty much an additional line to the east that was right over me. And I, mm-hmm. it started raining big drops, like three, four inches. When it hit my windshield, it was, went splat. Yeah. <laughs> and I went, now, oh,
1: that's Now, when was weird. that? Because we drove in some heavy rain on the way home from work.
2: Yeah, Wednesday morning we got rain. And yeah, I got some lightning, and the rain was the same. But that was that was the
0: the the, the first round. That wasn't the right. r- big second round. But I got towards downtown. Okay, so I'm Mount Branson going towards downtown. It got heavier and heavier, and I was talking to my buddy Gary he goes, "That sounds like hail." It's like, well, no. I said, I I'm in my car. I know when it's hailing. It's not hailing. And as soon as I got to the roundabout. Then the hail started. I went. It is hailing now, and he goes, "Wow, you can hear it." And it hailed. And we got hailed. a
2: little hail. It wasn't very big. Yeah, it's like pea, uh, size. pea size, if that. Nothing that would warn a severe thing. Up by you, uh, up north of, of Branson on sixty-five, they got inch and a half-sized hail up there. It was oh, I saw film. that.
0: I can't believe that's that. That now that's damage causing. Oh yeah, that's sure. damage causing. Well here this is the fun part. I got I got downtown, it's raining and hailing, got and went towards town and I went to the overpass, sixty-five overpass, and all of a sudden everything went sideways. Hard. My car was starting to roll. I was like, Okay, this is weird. It must have been like fifty mile an hour. Whatever came up was hailing and raining and going sideways i thought i'm not going to make out this out of here alive but everybody else was like yeah okay and they kept going and the funny thing is from 65 to roark valley which is is it even a half mile i mean it's it's really not a big distance It's but, not long yeah i turned on to roark and i looked to the west and the sun came out
2: i went yeah what <laughs>
0: and I got a And picture. it was just a,
2: on radar it was just a thin little line of it, it was, developed right it was over. crazy <laughs> it was crazy yeah and then
0: fl- and I think I think that's the point uh well at one point you said our weather station picked up a rain rate of what three and a half inches or uh, that may not be at that point but you texted me and said our our weather station's picking up a rain rate at <laughs> yeah, three I a pretty, and a- wet, pretty crazy whoa <laughs> and the good thing is my basement did not flood. Yeah. So that's, that's the w- good. Oh yeah. Well, it came so fast. That's that's the thing. But and speaking, I mean, we've had some nice weather. What's today's what 60 and tomorrow's going to be 60 but increasing. But we got the a,
1: wind is chilly here
0: though. Oh, in Miami? What's the yeah, there? a little bit of a Like wind. it's
1: sunny and nice, but the wind is
0: chilly. Oh. Felt great. I was outside a little bit. Felt great to me.
2: you has got full sunshine there? She gets cold a lot.
0: Yeah, oh, that's true.
2: Pretty sunny out here. Yeah. We were warmer here than we were than you were in Branson by a few degrees. Uh, so, oh wow, my wife just gets cold often. I don't know. She
0: bring out her coat,
2: her her big parka, and yeah. wear it on even even at the pool. Take it, we're going on a big date later. Where we we dumped date? the kids at at her in law at my in law my in law
1: something. Like, They're my parents. <laughs> gonna go
2: hit a <laughs> restaurant somewhere here in town. Maybe at one of the casinos or something. Have there you some go, adult time. By ourselves with no children. So we're looking forward to it.
0: In that. your new car.
2: There you go.
1: In our new shiny new car. You
0: have
2: to celebrate with
0: the new car. But <laughs> well, yeah, you got great weather. Um, but we got a rain event, another rain event coming in. Uh, Monday, it's going to start Monday afternoon, uh, get pretty rainy Monday night, and then kind of move through by Tuesday. I mean, it's not thunderstormy. It's just, they're talking rain and maybe a half inch to an inch, which Mm -hmm. isn't, I mean, that's a decent amount. And they're talking about potential flooding again. Now you wouldn't think a half inch to an inch would do any flooding, but number one, we just had how much three inches or whatever. (laughs) A little more. Yeah. And that was just this last round. So the ground is saturated. Number two, vegetation is just now starting to get cooking. It's still not there yet, so we're going to get runoff. So even an inch of rain is going to run off and, <laughs> and cause the creeks and streams to rise. So they're, talk- they're talking about it. Not flash flooding, but they're going to have to
2: watch it to see. But it's a short-lived Short-lived Man, thing. the river here in Miami is just rolling and it's way up, up into the park and everything's whole park's closed. flooded, wow. which is perfect spoon-billing weather. They've been under yeah. you know flood warnings constant since this whole event started. Oh, that's right. I do remember that. I, remember, I mean, because I the, see the green on the grids,
0: yeah.
1: Everybody's down there wading in the water spoon-billing.
2: Oh, really? How cool is that? Those are big fish. Which is uh, fun to watch. You,
1: you snag them. You don't.
2: Yeah, you, know, you just grab them. A lot of people that travel here to, to to go fishing for that, but the river has to be up to get them. There but you see, go. See all that rain. I'll see when when Miami floods, that means Kansas got a lot of rain, and it, it drains comes down from Kansas through the Neosho River to, to to Grand Lake and goes right through Miami. So it's a pretty long river. So there's a quite a wide area watershed. So it floods often here.
0: Yeah, I remember yeah. you talking about that. I mean, it's like it, it rains just a little bit, and bam, it just goes up. Yeah. And doesn't it cut off the city or something, or the town
2: or something? And it does. If
1: both, well, since they built that new bridge, I don't think it does anymore, does it?
2: If it gets really bad.
1: Yeah, like used to both bridges on both sides. Like when I, I lived outside of town, city limits. And both bridges would flood, and we couldn't get into town. We would have to go
2: way around, way into Missouri, around into Missouri, basically, and come back. On the take turn us like bike. forty-five
1: minutes to an hour to come back and around just to get to town. That's crazy. They built a brand new bridge on one side that was supposed to be floodproof, so it has to get really bad for that bridge to flood.
2: You know what bridge oh, wow. we never hear, what, what creek we never hear about when it floods anymore is Coon Creek, since they redid that one. Remember, we used to hear about the Coon Creek Road. Every time Coon Creek, Turkey Creek,
0: anymore. yeah, right down there, and that that little that little uh, shopping center would always flood. Mm-hmm. And I, have, yeah, you're right. I have, I mean, I I passed it yesterday, and it was up, but it wasn't flooding. So which one was it? Was the Coon Creek? I was bridges. at Turkey. Now Coon, Coon yeah, yeah, is yeah, back on the, on the Coon other.
2: Creek is brand new. They redid the whole situation. Gotcha. It's not gonna be a problem anymore. It's a brand new bridge. And, and I love that road. I really needed that.
0: That's where I that, that new road My I go. House
1: flooded a couple of times when I was growing up. We had to move out in the middle of the night. Oh, no. It never got in the house, but it got in the garage and totally oh, okay. you know, covered our yard to where
0: <sighs>
1: we had to move out. But
0: See, that would be so scary.
1: My mom and dad built a new house when I was in high school down the road, way up on a hill. And I remember because it's technically considered flood zone because it was right near the river. So uh, to be able to build the house, the loan or whatever was uh requiring them to have flood insurance gotcha and they actually called the whoever it is the loan officer out there to show them where they were building the house they were like listen here because it's way up on a hill at the top of Miami." oh They're like if this house floods there better be an ark floating by because <laughs> the entire town of Miami will be underwater so uh- they finally got the flood insurance waived
0: well yeah I mean if you're way up on a hill duh that would that didn't make any I mean yeah you're right it's like you know if, if the the table Rock dam breaks there's going to be lots yeah. of more issues I mean, than flood field insurance. floods
1: it gets in their field and everything but they're way up on a hill they're way out of it
0: oh. well hopefully they're you know everything's working out now they're still there in that same house yep see perfect that's what you do that's what you do well after this rain event it's going to dry out again, but, you know, okay. The Weather Service, the AFD, Area Forecast Discussion, is also talking about something next weekend. Eh, they're not too sure yet, but they're worth mentioning in the AFD, so I'm going to mention it. But it could be a positive tilted trough come through, and uh, as opposed to what happened on the other day, which is a negative tilted. trough. Trough. So, Shara, do you have any clue what the difference between a positive and negative tilted trough is? Nope. Do you, Corey? <laughs> I know you've heard of it.
2: Um, uh, we've talked about it not every year, but we've talked about it before. Yeah, that but- was a nice post to be post about last yesterday. I, 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 I didn't get to read it until. Six or seven hours later, I didn't even know you had posted anything, but it was pretty
0: cool. Oh, yeah. Someone had asked about it. I said that. and I thought, okay, well, it's a good time for a little weather school. So I figured I would just do a brief explanation here on the podcast. Uh, when a wave of energy comes through, uh, it's, it's usually like a little comma and it's got like a, you know, like a little front or something attached to it. Uh, the way that's oriented. So like say you're looking at a clock. Okay. So that that. That low-pressure system is swirling around like it is in the clock, but that little tail or the orientation of it, if it goes towards, like, the 7 or the 8 hand, that's considered a positive tilt. If that little, if that little tail or whatever is on, like, the 4 or the 5, you know, it's tilted a little bit, that's called a negative tilt. Now, the, re- the only reason we look at these is because on a negatively tilted trough, the tendency would be heavy rain and flooding so a lot of rain it's more of a big rain producer so that's one thing when they the weather meteorologists look at this thing on the models it's like oh okay that's a negative tilt well probably going to be lots more you know rain and that's kind of what happened on the on the converse if it's a positively tilted that usually opens up the door to more severe weather because of the way it's oriented, and it's coming through. There's lots more dynamic going to get caught up into that thing, and that's what they're talking about. It could be a positively tilted wave moving through by the next weekend. Now I checked models, and I don't see much right now. But I don't have their, you know, their high end model stuff. But <laughs> right. So I think really, uh, Corey and I probably favor the positive tilted troughs, and Shara would favor the negative. To an tilted. extent. Why? Oh, you like rain too, so <laughs> so you like you like both of them.
2: Well, yeah, but it seems like sometimes in April and May we're getting storms so often that people are kind of getting sick of them, you know, especially yeah. if they're the bad ones. I remember a couple of Mays ago, you know, Oklahoma set a record for tornadoes in that month and people were just sick and tired because Travis Meyer was on every night. <laughs> Interrupting their about shows. Tornadoes. <laughs> yeah, right. So, you know. I I I like an equal amount of rain and you know I, I'm I'm totally fine without the storms. I like a, I like a, gen, a general thunderstorm. Yeah, you know, we have a chance of that coming up. You know, Monday we're in the general area. Yeah, um, I mean they're not talking severe at this point. It's just kind of eh, there's me some a marginal Monday. for Oklahoma. Did you see that for uh, day three, Monday? Oh, I did not see that. But that's yeah. but that's de- Tulsa to, Tulsa to Fort Smith. That's
0: well, who knows? I mean, it's yeah. kind of like they did last time, where they where they had that day seven, where the and then kind of got better. Well, I mean, they kind of nailed that one, kind of. Mm-hmm. So kudos but to not the, the SPC. for that. No, 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 no. That one just went out the window. Oh, uh, well, I got to tell you that my sneezing has got a lot better. So let's quickly get to the pollen report. So I just got a little bit of the pollen report this time because it is, we're recording this on Saturday. Uh, pollen.com says the predominant pollens this week are elm, juniper, and ash. So I didn't see any red cedar in there. And they say Saturday and Sunday is medium, so that maybe that's why I'm not sneezing as much. Monday is going to be high, and Tuesday and Wednesday is going to be medium high. And I could not get Springfield. I think it's because of the weekend. I should have checked them yesterday, but...
2: Well, there's still cedar in the area. Did you see the video? I don't know if it was posted to our Southwest Missouri group or it was just one of my friends, but it was a local Springfield area video, and they were at the ball fields, and you could just see the pollen flying out of the cedar trees, oh. like, just erupting. Ugh. It was pretty crazy. You know, you've seen videos like that, I'm sure, before, but oh, it, yeah. was kinda like just, yeah, it
0: was kind of like that. Yeah, just cool. everything. Just, it, it just yeah. coats everything. I mm-hmm. mean, now when was this? This was two or three days ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ooh. Well, I, <laughs> I don't know. My eyes
2: have been itching, so maybe that's it. I don't know. I never used well, to have spring allergies. that's going to continue. We're just now getting into the time where your cars all turn yellow. You know, you have a black it's, car, so it's going to show up pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. What color is your new car? It's kind of a dark metallic gray. Uh, silver. It's called steel. Something in the in the car world, steel. Oh yeah, because it's silver,
1: but like a sun, sun hits it a certain way, it looks kind of like it has a purple tint.
2: Yes. Yeah, Ooh,
0: funky. that's wild! I can't wait to see it. So hopefully, in another month, you guys will be yeah. able to come over and we can actually do this in the podcast studio. We'll talk about that later, but uh, yeah. So it is pollen. It is. Uh, time for the birds to come in. So I got a little bit on the bird watching report. The storm Birdwatching bird watching report. I mean, a little bit, not much, but I, I talked to my mother. See, my mother is one of these meticulous people that writes everything down. I mean, for hmm. decades, she's got calendars that every year she will write stuff on particular days. For decades, and I put this into a huge spreadsheet. I'll show you sometime, but if I would print it, it would take, like, 50 pages to, you know, wow. make this huge thing. But she, she's written down. Now, she's in Springfield, so but she said, per her calendar, the wrens up there usually come in around the 1st of April. And the hummingbirds are, like, towards the end of April uh, in Springfield. Now, you had said around April 15th, hummers come mm-hmm. in Branson. Have you guys seen any wrens
2: yet? I wouldn't be able to... I, I couldn't tell you if I did. Oh, really? I'm not a, I'm not a bird guy except for hummingbirds. Oh, exactly. yeah, robins. I, I mean, I'm...
1: I've not seen any birds really, though.
2: I've yeah. seen something that... I may have seen what may be a wren because it was a new bird that I haven't seen in a while, just the other day. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. know.
0: They look like bird. I know, I know the blue jay, the ones that have colors I can get. The red sure. bird. Those the card- are the easy
2: ones. Yeah, <laughs> the cardinals never leave the win- for the winter. Really, they just. Stay oh yeah, around. we
1: had some pretty cardinals out when it was snowing.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: that's right.
0: I remember that I, on the tree, I Look out my kitchen window. Mom said also the bluebirds tend to want to kind of stay around her place all year. Probably. So that makes that makes total sense. So I'm sure we're going to be you know like I said we're we're in official spring. April is right around the corner. We're going to start you know seeing. All sorts of things pollinate more and birds and everything. And since we are in astronomical spring, actually, it's time to pull out the old weather school, talking about uh, how we, you know, all about astronomical versus meteorological seasons. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, storm We are officially in astronomical spring. But how does that differ from meteorological spring? Meteorologists and climatologists break down the seasons into groupings of three months based on the annual temperature cycle as well as our calendar. We generally think of winter as the coldest time of the year and summer as the warmest time of the year, with spring and fall being the transition seasons, and that is what the meteorological seasons are based on. Meteorological spring includes March, April, and May, Meteorological summer includes June, July, and August. Meteorological fall includes September, October, and November. And finally, meteorological winter includes December, January, and February. By following the civil calendar and having less variation in season length and season start, it becomes much easier to calculate seasonal statistics from the monthly statistics, Both are which very useful for agriculture, commerce, and a variety of other purposes. The equinoxes mark the time when the sun passes directly above the equator. In the northern hemisphere, the summer solstice falls on or around June 21st, and the winter solstice on or around December 22nd. The vernal or spring equinox on or around March 21st, and the autumnal equinox on or around September 22nd. These seasons are reversed, but begin on the same dates in the southern hemisphere. The Earth actually travels around the Sun in 365.24 days, so an extra day is needed every fourth year, creating what we know as leap year. This also causes the exact date of the solstices and the equinoxes to vary. Astronomical timing as the basis for designating the temperate seasons dates back at least to the Julian calendar used by the ancient Romans. It continues to be used on many modern Gregorian calendars worldwide, although some countries like Australia, New Zealand, and Russia prefer to use meteorological reckoning. The precise timing of the seasons is determined by the exact times of transit of the Sun over the tropics of Cancer and Capricorn for the solstices, and the times of the Sun's transit over the equator for the equinoxes, or a transitional date close to these times. These astronomical seasons are not of equal length because of the elliptical nature of the orbit of the Earth. From the March equinox... It currently takes 92.75 days until the June solstice, then 93.65 days until the September equinox, 89.85 days until the December solstice, and finally 88.99 days until the March equinox. There are also six ecological seasons. First, there's the prevernal, early or pre-spring, and that's from February to March. Deciduous tree buds begin to swell. Some types of migrating birds fly from winter to summer habitats. There's vernal, which is spring, and that's from March to late April. Tree buds burst into leaves. Birds establish territories and begin mating and nesting. There's the estival, which is the high summer, and that begins in June in the most temperate climates. Trees are in full leaf, birds hatch and raise offspring. There's the serotinal or late summer, and that generally begins mid to late August. Deciduous leaves begin to change color in higher latitude locations, above 45 degrees north. Young birds reach maturity and join other adult birds preparing for autumn migration. The transitional harvest season begins by early September. There's the autumnal, and that generally begins from mid to late September. Tree leaves in full color then turn brown and start falling to the ground. Birds start migrating back to their wintering areas. And finally, there's hibernal, which is winter. It begins in December in mild temperate and November in the cool temperate. Deciduous trees are bare and fallen leaves begin to decay. Migrating birds are settled into their winter habitats. A little fun fact. In the winter, anywhere from January 2nd through January 5th, the earth is actually closest to the sun, or what we call periapsis. And on the flip side, in summer, anywhere from July 4th through July 7th, the earth is farthest away from the sun, or apoapsis. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there you know everything you need to know about all the astronomical and meteorological seasons. Hey,
1: I feel so informed.
0: Well, you should be. It's very important. Actually, you probably hear that four times a year, so, you know, you probably haven't memorized by now. (laughs) Absolutely. Hey, Hey, guess what Corey and I did? We got invited by the Cherokee County, Kansas weather nerds, three gals who are awesome. We got a chance to go and give a workshop in Galena and uh, Corey, really, out, you outdid yourself. This was an awesome workshop. I right, give yeah, we you, had a good time. you some applause on that. So
2: there you go. Uh, yes. And hopefully we'll get to do it more often. I, I made a little presentation with my computer and kind of some basic stuff and a little bit of localized stuff for them, which I like to do for you know future. Presentations we give because I like to localize it for whoever we're giving it for, that, that's so they perfect. can kind of relate to it. That that's absolutely perfect. I mean, your your
0: graph you did it in Keynote slash PowerPoint, which was yeah. awesome, amazing, and I think everybody enjoyed it. I, we need to get more people there.
2: Yep, they're yep. gonna do it again next year before spring storm season starts. They, they've already invited us back. Oh, well now we have so to think we'll about something else to do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do we do? I want to throw. Some, well, by that point, we'll have everything kind of. Yeah, refined and 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 tweaked out there. And Sheri was there. She helped.
1: I was there. I pushed the button.
0: Yeah. Well, you, you were the clicker. You you were I the, was clicker.
1: the clicker. <laughs> I mean, you just screens.
0: Yeah, we'll have to figure that. out. I don't know what happened, but that no. No, Sheri was. Well, th-
1: Corey's phone was the remote, but his phone died on the way there. That was like, so totally funny. Died.
0: I mean, I wish people could have seen the text messages I was getting. From Corey's old, he was calling
1: random people. His phone would just open up and start calling random people on his phone list.
0: And I watched it. It was like that's it's possessed. You need to turn it off. Possessed phone. (laughs) So we got
1: him a new phone Monday. No problem.
0: Yay!
2: What what did you get? The eleven? Yeah. See, that's perfect. I I can even see the screen without any weird looking laser (laughs) lines over your face. (laughs) I mean, that's what you
1: get for throwing your phone in the pool.
2: Oh, that's what I get from my wife throwing my phone in the pool. Oh, yeah. Well, I I know it that still story. worked
1: for almost a year. I'm it surprised really it did. Lasted
0: long. <laughs> that's the funny part. It really did. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we were there. It was a little. It was an hour little thing. They made the. They had the best cookies. They were they all were so
1: cute. They put, put little tornadoes on them in it, frosting. It was
0: great. Snowflakes, sunshine, raindrops. I mean, we. I took a s- s- few pictures of there, but uh, whatever. Deb, Emily, and F- and Florence. Yeah. Great gals. They're
2: the head, they're the head, the head admins of the group. Yes. Yeah. They, like 1,500 people in that group over there I in Chester County. I, I, so
0: and, and they're that's doing. That's how
2: they and, get. Uh,
0: yeah, an excellent job. I mean, we We kind of watched them because their weather. It usually comes over in our neck of the woods. So, you know, you watch, right. we watch Tulsa and stuff. And I just think it's great because we're all doing the same thing. Our, it, it, you know, there's no competition in this weather thing. And if somebody makes it a competition, then you need to get out. This is not the type of thing. This is, we do this as a public service to protect lives and property. And with the National Weather Service, so that's what this is. So I'm I'm excited. I would love to. I want to have them up here on the podcast. I think no, those gals. Oh my gosh! Do you know how much fun that would be? Sure. <laughs> For all of us to be around the table. Oh my they gosh! They were hilarious. They were. They were awesome. So anyway, looking forward to that. So, you got anything, Corey? And any other news? Um,
2: I found a graphic that. Uh, tells us the the uh, confirmed tornadoes by state on the 17th and 18th, which was, was that Wednesday and Thursday? I think so. Uh, Missouri. Well, let's start with Alabama. You know, that's where the, the high risk was. M- Mississippi, Alabama. Uh, Mississippi uh, had eight confirmed tornadoes. Alabama had 26 confirmed 26
1: tornadoes. 26 tornadoes. That's
2: crazy. Oh, my gosh. Right. 26. Florida had six, and Georgia had three. Uh, Missouri had three, which was, you know, they were basically in our neck of the woods. Of yeah,
1: they were right there by us.
2: Wow. Arkansas had one. So, yes. uh total tornadoes uh, were uh, 53 for the 17th and 18th. So. Of course. Not too shabby of a little outbreak, for sure. Man. To have, to have a high this this early, that's, that's pretty crazy actually
0: i i know i mean when it went to moderate, i thought oh my gosh that's that's going to be crazy." when they went to high i mean talk about a you know confidence which
2: they did early on they did that at the uh, 1 a.m update
0: uh yeah i had gone to bed and you, you had texted me because i was on my phone yeah. was on do not disturb so i was up the next morning and it said and we have our first high like oh my gosh you know but yeah it was like one something I hate this time change because now the SPC updates are an hour later, and I'm not up at that
2: point. (laughs) Yeah, but this is the normal time, so I'm kind of used to it now. Oh, really? For for spring storms. Well, maybe I
0: need to uh, readjust my schedule or something because, you know, I loved it when, you know, 11.50 or midnight, you know, and then I would go to bed. uh, That's my problem, not anybody else's. Mm -hmm. Anyway, got, got something else?
2: Um yeah uh you know they had that huge snow over in Colorado, you know, two feet or more in parts of Denver. oh <coughs> yeah excuse me Bless you. I oh, but they I got all this sneeze. they got all this snow at the same time we had the severe stuff, but researchers and meteorologists in Colorado were able to track uh via satellite dust and dirt coming up from mexico uh kind of similar to the the saharan dust oh right
0: yeah that came across the ocean
2: yeah but they were able to identify that and where it came from mexico and they actually went outside at the boulder office and were able to find the dust in the, the dust layer in part of the snow no way they had white snow white snow then a layer of dust and then more snow on top of that. It was kind of the weirdest thing ever. Oh wow! You need, to, you need to Google that. It's it's really cool. That is cool. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's in Boulder, Colorado. The Boulder Forecast Office put that together. That they, they thought you know, and th- that is pretty cool to get dust and snow like that.
0: Well, I know it's kind of like if you get sleet and hail at the same time. That's how do they cool. know it was from Mexico? They could see it coming up on the satellite. Oh. Yeah. They had, they had little it was the postage return on there. They? I mean they have desert down there too. It's, it's I didn't know if it had dry. an
1: accent or only spoke Spanish. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh my goodness! My goodness! I think that sneeze really threw everybody into a tizzy. There, <laughs> I think that was
2: it blew my I think that out. was all of my another other news.
0: Oh, okay. Today. Well, I got I got one more thing for in other news. Okay. It's it's not been it's uh, about La Niña. We have been in a La Niña season for quite many months. I didn't it go in La Niña in the in the fall. Yeah, I dude. mean we're already to, through spring now. Well, now the uh, forecasters are saying uh, it is going to start diminishing through the spring, and by summer we should be in neutral La Nada, mm-hmm. which is, uh, I mean, which really doesn't. Say much, but we've been in an in an in, in a La Nina
2: advisory for months now, which woohoo you know but I just googled the latest on that, and it says forecasters estimate about a sixty percent chance of a transition to neutral conditions in the late spring,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and they're looking into fall to twenty twenty one El Nino is unlikely to develop, and the chances of La Nina and neutral are similar oh so. Oh really? So it is kind of, kind of back in the middle where it should be, right. or some average. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. So we'll see. I mean, that it doesn't. Once we get into summer, I don't think it really affects us that much. But when in, in the winter, we'll have to start looking at that again. Come next fall. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's time for the long-awaited segment. We didn't have it last week. But we're going to have it this week. Get ready to get. It is Shara's Fun Facts. Yay, she is back. And um, I'm sure you have tons and tons and tons of wonderful fun facts have, like, to share with us. I double the
1: amount because I missed a week.
0: Yes, yes. We we expect nothing less.
1: I don't know how fun they are, but...
0: Well, we'll, we'll, we'll find out. <laughs>
1: okay, so, right, so Shara, we'll what she got? Tried to find some spring stuff here. Yeah, okay fall and spring equinoxes are the only two times during the year when the sun rises due east and sets due west
2: and that's exactly the problem we ran in last night yes why yes. Oh, because
1: the sun was so bright in our eyes
2: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> right on that horizon when you're going west on the roads, like ah and in the morning too
1: So, on the first day of spring, a person standing at the North Pole would see the sun skimming across the horizon, like we did, beginning six months of uninterrupted daylight. And a person at the South Pole would see the sun skimming across the horizon, signaling the start of six months of darkness.
0: Ooh.
1: Complete opposite. Yeah. And so, the first day of spring in the Southern Hemisphere is the first day of fall. In the northern hemisphere.
2: Ah, gotcha. So, yeah, so it's they're starting flop.
1: they're I starting fall. We're starting that. spring.
2: I, I I learned that in second grade.
1: You making fun of my fun facts? Yeah. Maybe not maybe our listeners didn't pay attention Well yeah. The, uh,
2: the earth is tilting we, the northern hemisphere on the spring equinox, that's when the earth starts that's the very day that the earth starts tilting us more towards the sun, so the days are gonna be getting much longer not just due to the time change but they're going to be getting much longer much quicker now so i'm ready
0: yeah and our, our friends in australia they've had a, a summer they've had a great summer right. they're all tanned and everything so now they're going to go into winter sure
1: so spring fever is a real syndrome no everybody says they have spring fever they start spring cleaning their houses they get more energy When the temperature rises during the warm spell after a long winter, there is a dilation of the blood vessels so blood can be carried to the body surface where heat can be lost quickly. People experience an energetic feeling when this happens. There's a reason why people get this sudden feeling to want to go outside and clean. Have you ever...
2: Well, when I was growing up, I watched the movie Bambi. And when the spring came... They got what they called Twitter-pated. That means what? it was time to find new love oh. in the spring. We need to watch Bambi. I kids.
1: did find that fact where the spring was the like the lowest time for breakups or whatever.
0: Oh, okay. Because hmm. everybody's feeling they more amorous in the
2: springtime.
1: Yes, ah. because of the uh, dilated blood vessels.
2: And you're out in the sun more, so you're getting more vitamin. What is it? Vitamin D. D. That's fascinating. No, I like that. Interesting.
1: So daylight saving time doesn't begin at the stroke of midnight for a reason. Has anybody ever wondered why we don't just spring forward and fall back at midnight? Why wait till 2 a.m.?
0: Well, I have a theory, but I don't know if it's right.
1: What's your theory? I want to hear your theory.
0: My theory is, is when this was actually implemented, then... All the TV stations and radio stations would be dark at that point, and then they could just shift the time before they would come back on air. Am I right?
1: You're pretty close. That's pretty much it. Rather, the time change is delayed until most people, hopefully, aren't awake to notice it. Ah. By waiting until 2 a.m. to give or take an hour, the idea is that most workers with early shifts will still be in bed, and most bars and restaurants will already be closed. So they're hoping people won't notice the change.
2: Yay! Well, that's because be- they don't want to inconvenience us any more than they already are.
1: I mean, you know, we're with not going to we're not going to notice our when our alarm goes off an hour early.
2: <laughs> yeah, right, right.
1: Do you know what's fun is if you're a night shift worker and you work during daylight saving time. Either one, uh, in the fall, it, it stinks badly because oh, it's two a.m. <laughs> and then suddenly it's one a.m. again, and In the spring, though, it's fun because it's 2 a.m. and then boom, it's 3 a.m. You just lost an hour of work.
0: Oh, you get to go home sooner. Yeah. You get to go home sooner. So small, honey. Oh, that's good. That's good.
1: I think they actually have a way to pay for that, though. Like, they, I don't know. Anyway, anyway. unless you're behind. If you're behind at 2 a.m., it's going to stink for you because then suddenly it's 3 a.m. and (laughs) you got less than an hour to do everything. So. (laughs) Okay, Daylight Saving Time is a system to reduce... This was what it was originally made for. And apparently, and I read a lot on this, Ben Franklin proposed this as kind of a joke. He was thinking that people slept in too much, people needed to get up and enjoy the sunlight. So he wrote a letter to the editor in a paper proposing, well, like, hey, let's change the time, make people get up. But anyway, they took him seriously. And...
2: Man, I'll tell you what.
1: That Ben... Right? I know. So, a system to reduce electricity was why they originally do it. Usage by extending daylight hours uh, for eight months out of the year. The U.S. and dozens of other countries follow daylight saving time and for the remaining four months revert back to standard time in order to take full advantage of the sunlight. So, on the second Sunday of March, 2 a.m., clocks move forward. Then, on the first Sunday of November, the clocks turn back an hour. It's a good way to remember it fall back, spring forward. And it changed to November in just 2007. It used I, to be October.
2: I remember that. Oh, uh, yeah. George,
1: President Bush changed it to new, 2007 to November. You
2: know, I because remember. Because the
1: candy makers at Halloween were throwing a fit. Oh. I didn't even totally make sense of that, but. Really? They were wanting him to push it back a little bit. So they pushed it back to November.
0: See, now my birthday is on the 26th of the month. My grandma's birthday was on the 29th of the month of October and we would always have this contest of which one of us was going to have a 25-hour birthday. I'm that old. Oh yeah, <laughs> because back yeah back at the end of October, if that last Sunday was on the 26th, that was I'd get a 25-hour birthday.
2: And so there you go. So now it stays later, or later later on Halloween, so you can trick or so treat. So the kids get trick or treat longer so the in the daylight. the kids get more money. Uh, it's all about the exactly. money, <laughs> it's it's about exactly. It's all about the dollar. in America.
1: <laughs> okay. All right, so. Also, the big thing that happens in March is, of course, for basketball fans, March Madness. Oh, yeah. You're supposed to fill in the blanks there. All right. March Madness is a cherished time (laughs) to reacquaint oneself with the couch, especially during the early tournament days when dozens of games unfold consecutively.
2: I'm more of a spring yeah. training baseball season. We don't really follow
1: don't. basketball, but we know that March is March Madness. Okay. In other words, it's the perfect week to recover from a vasectomy. What? Yes. According to Live Science, the number of vasectomies surges by 50% in the first couple of weeks of March.
2: Oh, my God. Because well, want to be nice and ready. I mean, nice and recovered by summertime, I guess. Well, so patients
1: what? are typically... They need at least a day to recover and yes. ice yes, and to keep the swelling down. So, yeah, they choose to do it the first week in March when <laughs> they can sit on their couch and watch March Madness.
0: Okay, I would have never thought of that. <laughs>
1: and now you know. And
0: now you know. <laughs> why, didn't
1: we, why didn't we schedule you? I guess we should schedule you the first week of uh, baseball season.
0: Sure. <laughs> okay, don't make me edit. I'm going to edit it out.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Right. Wow.
1: March 1st, okay. as the saying goes, March comes in like a lion, out like a lamb. Mm-hmm. That was certainly true on March 1st, 2007, when a detachment of a 170 Swiss infantrymen accidentally invaded neighboring Liechtenstein when they got lost on a training mission. So they invaded a country, an actual country, when they were supposed to be just on a training mission because they got lost. Oh, no. So luckily, after explaining the mistake Uh. to Liechtenstein, the Swiss army was given directions and returned home safely.
0: Yeah, I know that that conversation.
1: 2007. March 1st, 2007. That could have been bad.
2: better instruments like 2007.
1: You'd have thought.
2: Oops. Sorry.
0: (laughs)
1: Sorry. Oh, so sorry. We didn't mean to bomb you. We got
2: lost. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Didn't mean to invade you and start fighting. (laughs) Oh, God. Can <laughs> you even imagine?
0: I, I know. Like, I can't. That's
1: almost as bad as my undercover cop story a couple weeks ago <laughs> where they started fighting each other.
0: And they're both cops. <laughs> I <It's cots. like,
1: laughs> wouldn't imagine these things actually happen, but whatever. Oh, my All gosh. Right. Okay. So tomorrow is March 21st, uh-huh. which goes down in history as the day Twitter was founded.
0: Oh,
1: Founder Jack Dorsey inaugurated the social media site with its profound first tweet, which read, "Just setting up my Twitter, spelled T-W-T-T-R.
0: Oh, with no vowels. Okay. I don't know if he
1: misspelled it or. Well,
0: no vowels. They just put there's. They took all the vowels out. I and the E are out. T W T T R.
2: Millennials, it's so so hard for them to. Remember to type vowels. Well, they don't they, know how to spell.
0: Lazy. It's too
1: difficult to type those extra two letters. Uh, yeah, right? I,
0: oh, I know. Well, it's fast paced. You know, got to move, got to move. Yeah.
1: Got to move. I can't I don't <laughs> have time for those two letters.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. All
1: right. So, statistically, March is the most unproductive month of the year in the U.S. This is a result going back to March Madness, which is the season of NBA. Some companies have reported it's a not loss. The
2: season of NBA. Whatever. Oh, no, no. yeah. Oh, it's NCAA.
1: Yeah. Some companies lose up to one point nine billion in wages paid to workers who were not productive and instead spent company time on betting on the games
2: I don't know about this site why does it
1: i don't know why it says n b a
2: yeah mm. anywho one anyway.
1: point nine what' i say billion in loss productivity hours
2: <laughs> that's, that's a big money it's a big money maker for the for NCAA, oh, which yeah. they didn't have one last year. This, this is...
1: Yeah, we had, remember we shut the whole country down this time last year. Oh, so
2: more people are going to the games and watching this year because we didn't have it last year. Same thing is happening to Branson. I think so many people didn't come for so long now. Everybody's in down. town this year. So I think yep. it's extra busy right
0: now. Oh my gosh! I know. Well, I don't have to be there until like nine twenty or nine thirty. So hope. Well, I don't Are know. Are you doing a full show?
1: That's a long show. No, no, right. no, so no This is Saturday.
0: This is a special VIP show. So they're doing they're doing uh, the Just country, the sh- a little bit of the country show, a little bit of the oh. revive show, and a little bit of the huge shows. And we're last, so I don't have to be there at late. ten
1: o'clock at night.
0: Well, it, we're only doing like thirty minutes of the huge show. So I if I show up at. 9 30 then or get there oh, at 9 30 right. it's just a ten. it's just, it, it, it's still a two-hour show but it's a special vip show. your portion isn't yeah my portion is okay. gotcha yeah. all
1: right on march 10th i told you i had a bunch i had to do double for the time oh my lost.
0: gosh yes <laughs>
1: march 10th 1876 alexander graham bell made the first ever phone call it was to his assistant and he said mr watson come here mm. i want to see you
0: Okay. Yay.
1: The Eiffel Tower was ascended for the first time on this same day. Eiffel himself led a group of government officials and members of the press to the top. The elevators were not in operation yet, so the journey was made on foot and took over an hour.
0: It was probably
2: snowing. In Paris. Was that the Eiffel Tower in Las Vegas or... Or yeah, no. This was Paris. the
1: actual Mister okay. Eiffel. Mister Eiffel. Oh. Mister Eiffel. Eiffel.
2: Wow. Mister Eiffel. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, He's the had elevators are cool. broke. <laughs> <I'm gonna> <laughs> take <laughs> an hour walk. He had a yep. money, apparently. Wow.
1: I know. What was the point of building the Eiffel Tower? I'm gonna have to look that one up.
0: Oh, yep, that's next mm-hmm. week. See, you got something for next week. Next
1: yeah. week on the podcast, we'll figure <laughs> out what the point of the Eiffel Tower was. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> That's it. Oh, that's, that's all it?
0: I got. Oh my good, my goodness. Well, so we got March Madness. We've got the Eiffel Tower. Um, first
1: Twitter post. Twitter. First phone call.
0: Yeah, you outdid yourself this time. So I think I'm going to have to give you another applause on that. So had
1: some extra time since I'm in Oklahoma chilling.
0: That that that's true, and you're awake, so that's good. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I didn't have to work. That's true. Uh, so, yeah, enjoy your little mini vacation with your mini with your minivan with the with nice. With my
1: leather. minivan, <laughs> with my mini family. No, <laughs> 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 my large family.
0: Like d- ditch the kids. Go ahead and have a good time tonight. So I've
1: only got three of the kids with me, so it feels like a mini family.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think it's time to get to the last segment. It's the weather word of the week. It is the Stormdar Weather Weather Word of the Week, and since Shara is back, uh, we are going to toss it to her. So, Shara, what is this week's Stormdar Weather Weather Word of the Week?
1: Pluvial Flood.
0: Yay! And what is a pluvial flood?
1: Corey's a pluviophile, so... I wonder if a pluvial flood, no. A pluvial or surface water flood is caused when heavy rainfall creates a flood event independent of an overflowing water body. One of the most common misconceptions about flood risk is that one must be located near a body of water to be at risk. Pluvial flooding debunks that myth as it can happen at any urban area.
0: That's true. Now, you were not here last week, so this probably doesn't make sense to you, but last week we had the uh, had the cousin of that called a fluvial, F-L-U-V-I-A-L, fluvial flood, and a fluvial flood, I'm just reiterating from last week, is... A river flood it occurs when causes from
1: an actual body of water.
0: Yeah, from excessive rainfall over an extended period of time, causing a river to exceed its capacity, and it can also be caused by heavy snowmelt and ice jams. So, so I thought I was going to have you read that one last week, but you weren't here. So this is the other. So a f- pluvial with the P flood is it can be caused just like raining and then stuff. But a fluvial flood occurs when the rain causes a river to flood. So how about that?
1: Because the funny thing is growing up here in Miami, when it would flood sometimes, we actually hadn't had any rain.
2: Oh. Like oh, yeah. we oh. could we have we
1: could have no rain, but still flood because it comes from Kansas. The so runoff. if it had been raining yeah. in Kansas, we flooded.
0: Wow. Now is that the Niangua? Neosho.
1: Ours is Neosho River here now,
0: in Miami. Where does the see Corey, Corey's the expert on this? Or maybe you too. Neosho flows yeah. into
2: what? Grand Lake. And that goes into. It doesn't go into White, does it? It goes into the Grand River. Okay. Which flows into Lake Hudson, which flows into the Grand River, which flows into Fort Gibson, which flows into the Arkansas River, which flows into the Mississippi River, which flows into the Gulf of Mexico.
0: Okay. Okay. See, I knew Corey would know that. Why does he know that? <laughs>
2: Because he's a geek. Because he's a geek. Managed by the Tulsa Army Corps of Engineers. Ah, Tulsa. We are managed. The White River in Arkansas is managed by the Little Rock. Little Rock. Office of the Corps of Engineers. He's so smart. You married a smart one.
1: He's so smart.
0: <laughs> Thanks. The pluvial file and, it's your and everything. your brains
1: and my beauty. We make a perfect match. Wow.
0: There you go. And what can I say? I, I have nothing to add to that. So, <laughs> oh well. I guess what we're going to do now is just wait. Uh, this next little rain event coming through. I mean, I'm not seeing any cold temperatures again. I, uh, do you think it looks we're
2: pretty mild this week?
0: Yeah. We're done with cold. I hope so. You think we're going to get below freezing again? I think we
2: might. Well, if we say it's not, then it will. I was going to say, if we say
1: it, it won't, whatever the opposite is.
2: I mean, it snowed the other day. (laughs) It got pretty chilly here overnight, early this morning. I don't know what the temperature was there. It had to be in the mid-30s here or Mm -hmm. maybe a little lower. I
1: didn't take my coat. The other day to work when it was supposed to, st- I didn't know about the snow. She doesn't. Someone didn't inform me. Listen to of the snow. Because, oh. I had to hear it from coworkers. That's what's crazy.
2: Really? Well, the so coworkers are following w- Storm Weather. Oh, right. Well, she texted me about it. She goes because somebody snow?
1: asked me. They're like, "Is it going to?" They're like, "Oh, I it's going to snow." Tomorrow. I thought she was just
2: asking about it because she heard us talking about it or something.
1: Nah, I heard other people talking. I'm like, "Oh, it's not going to snow." Let me check with my husband.
0: <laughs> and Corey's like, sure "It's going to snow." I
1: walked out to my car the next morning, and my car was covered in snow and i was freezing because all i had was a light jacket
0: well my mom said that the ground got white i I mean i must have missed it i don't think anything got white here in branson i don't
1: know i don't think it did anything we had
2: flakes we did have we did have flakes it was
1: snowing i mean it was snowing hard they were tiny little flakes but it was snowing hard in springfield and yeah my car was completely covered all the cars were covered
0: of course it was a real wet
2: snow so the flakes you know it's those big type of flakes that look like pancakes or Paper plates. And...
0: I was going to say, you know, usually when, when it's like that really wet snow, they're really big. But you said yeah. they weren't that big, Shara?
1: Well, I don't know. They didn't seem like
0: it to me, but maybe oh. they were. Maybe the ones that you... It was over by the time you got off I started say, by
1: the time I left, it pretty much was over.
0: Oh, gosh. Well, it's just nature's way of saying, well, here's the few tornadoes. But, you know, we're kind of still in winter. So we're going to give you a little snow on the backside. Yeah, I don't... But I, not anymore. No. This
2: is spring, and we storm season is
0: officially... Upon officially us. here. I am ready. We got a little taste of it. Uh, so, I mean, Corey's I'm just... Corey's
1: spring fever is completely different. You know, he doesn't want to clean. He wants
0: to chase tornadoes. Well, I'm kind of same way. <laughs> you, I get Twitter-pated with tornadoes. You need a house cleaner. That Someone to come over once. I have one. It's
2: a, it's a little Roomba that I say, Google, clean the house, and he vacuums it for me. It doesn't
1: do dishes or laundry, though. Oh, so well, yeah.
2: that's my job. Oh, well, there, there you go.
0: Okay, well that sounds pretty domestic to me. So, you got anything else to add before we put a bow on this thing? I think we're done. Wrap yeah. it up. Yeah, and Shara's got uh, some neat fun facts. Is glad to have you back. So, okay, well, well, I think it's time to wrap this thing up then. So, be sure to look for us on Facebook at Storm Weather, like our page, and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to Stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website and our merch store at stormdarweather.com. Well that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. <laughs>